I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following podcast was made purely for satirical purposes and should not be taken seriously. And his name what? is... It's now time for the Wrestling Roast. Introducing your Roast Masters, KJ and Ali Osatian. It is time to roast. Hi folks, welcome back to the Wrestling Roast. We're your hosts, KJ and Ali Osatian. Let's put 30 minutes... No, okay, I'm joking. Hey, Ali, what's up? You're trying to get my, me gassed before we start the podcast. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been to the gym in three days, Ollie, and I feel like I need to work out. KJ, whatever that was, I don't think you should be doing it in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually inspired by She-Hulk. Um, yeah. The twerking in She-Hulk has Are made me Are you enjoying She-Hulk? Fuck no. Oh my god. Actually... Uh, to be fair, the last episode had a really funny character. Besides that, it is a fucking terrible show. Um, I I'm a, I'm watching it with my girlfriend, and it's it's fun. It it's inconsequential. It's a nice thing to watch when you're having your dinner. It's it's I fun. I feel like I feel like the whole like thing. Uh, also, no spoilers. But uh, actually, there aren't spoilers to give. Really, nothing nothing has happened. It's just like each episode is like its own story. But uh, it was good seeing our boy David Otunga 
on, yeah, on the recent I episode. Yeah, I popped like Dave, for David Otunga so she goes on dates, yeah. right? And I'm like, oh my yeah. god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did the same thing to Gadir. She didn't watch it, and I was just like, oh my god! You know, there's this guy who, who had like on, he had like come and like destroyed the ring and beat up John Cena one time and like he was in the show and she's like oh what did he do I was like uh, he, he was there for like 30 seconds on a date with her but 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 still it's David Tanga and and it's really cool yeah if Mike Mears is less than uh Davis Patungs that's what he calls Davis Patungs oh okay um so yeah the, the CGI of that show is fucking terrible um uh, I will say sometimes it's fine sometimes it's really janky the third episode was you know uh on on my other podcast the the comic book podcast i do now kj and az crazies uh we we always quote Where can you people find that podcast uh, it's available everywhere just uh you know if you're looking for information for it uh at kj az crazies across all major social media platforms wow so it's available yeah, wow. uh, available in Apple Podcasts and every other podcast platform available. Mm. Uh, but so we, we're always quoting you because you said that line on on the podcast that you're on. You're like, just fucking render it. So that's <laughs> that's become our go to quote now. Where we're always like, as Aldi said, render it. So yeah, we just wanted to, to I... render the. The, well in this latest episode no spoilers it doesn't really waste the story but she's on a date and she's coming on to this guy quite strongly and i was like yeah. mm, she looks kind of hot <laughs> yeah yeah kind of yeah i'm not gonna I lie like, i felt the same way i was like mommy <laughs> <laughs> it's like the jade cargill and rhea ripley sort of simp club yeah jade Car- when jade cargill came out of she hulk i was like mommy yeah yeah <laughs> I, I, saw, I was shown this thing yesterday. I was so I'm I'm filming promos for the Dubai uh, wrestling scene, right? So I'm helping these guys film promos, and we're doing like if people need some video everyone. work done, is there an Instagram page that they could follow? At <laughs> KJ Creatives, yes. Oh, wow, uh, I have an Instagram page for everything. <laughs> Would you like to see my bow movement? Yes, at KJ Shits. <laughs> That's S-H-Y-T-Z. S-H-Y-T-Z, yeah. <laughs> Not where the one, no one where you think the Y would be. Yeah. <laughs> that, she's my favorite L- character on the L- show. Little She-Hulk joke there. Yeah, she's my favorite character on the show. She's great. Madison. Oh, Madison. Her and Wong's <laughs> um, friendship is so, is so lovely. I, I swear I'm excited for the next episode, hoping that she's on it. Because yeah. she she made that last episode. It was great. It's also, wholesome, KJ. It's wholesome. That's the word I was it is, thinking it, of. It, it is wholesome. That's true. And they're watching The um, Sopranos. Yeah. <laughs> she's giving spoilers. I'm like, no, no, I haven't watched it yet. I don't want spoilers. <laughs> yeah, spoiled Eloise. She's like, what? That happens? I'm like, no, no, no. It's fine, it's fine. Forget about it. <laughs> so, Look, is she uh, like? <laughs> so I want to ask you. Uh, oh, so, so sorry. So I've, I've been filming these promos and stuff. And yesterday, uh, the, the champion in Dubai, Shaheen, uh, he shows me an Instagram page with with a declaration of uh, Rhea Ripley is my mommy or something, and basically, if you if you write your name at the bottom in the comments, you have signed the declaration that you are a simp for Rhea Ripley, and 
Dude, and it's no joke. It's a real thing. thing. People are simping for her hard because we put a YouTube video up from Clash at the Castle where I think it was Alex McCarthy was interviewing her and it was like... Uh, hey, where can we find that, Ollie? Uh, the Inside the Ropes YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com <laughs> forward slash Inside the Ropes or itrwrestling.com ah. slash YouTube. Um, anyway, <laughs> so um, he he was interviewed and the name, the title of the video was Rhea Ripley on Dominating Dominic was the first part Uh-oh. of the title. It got shit tons of views. Wow. Yeah. People that, are into There's it. something, I don't know what it is. Uh, and to be fair, I find her so much sexier now and... I'm not even into the whole like that that sort of dom sub kind of thing. Dude, she's such a sweetheart. Like, it's a total character because she's so lovely. Yeah. She's so bubbly I... and nice when you meet her. Aw. Yeah, she, she came, seems she seems She had really on nice. these absolute sick Doc Martins and I was like, Rhea Ripley, every time I see you you've all got sick Doc Martins on. She's like, Well, I do try. I put the I put the purple little laces in there because you know, judgment day. And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man she's she's very interesting on tv right now let's just put it that way dude I, I, i've been listening to that judgment day theme all week i can't get it out of my head i was i was in the car i was going to uni so it's like an hour's drive to uni and i was dropping uh-huh. one of my classmates off at his house and as soon as he got out the car like we we're listening to like radio one so it's all like poppy not like normal stuff as soon as he got out the car <laughs> right. straight onto spotify straight onto judgment day on repeat on the drive home <laughs> <laughs> If you believe, <laughs> I can't it's so good. It's so good. But yeah, it's a great song. Um, but yeah, uh, fuck. We have we have so much to talk about. This whole week has been buzzing with a lot of. Well, we've got our own takes on it, and and I think it's about time. Well, KJ, we... before you before what, you do what, that, what, yeah, what, yeah. Last week when we did our podcast, a lot of stuff hadn't even happened yet. Yes, unfortunately. So the, so the press conference is taking place. We heard about a fight. We didn't know the details. And then obviously we didn't know about the suspension. So, yeah. Yeah, a lot of stuff has transpired since then. And we, we, we had the initial take, but then all this information came out. So now we're one week removed from that. And boy, is there a lot to talk about. So I think it's time, Ollie, to put 30 minutes on that cock tick. Talk. TikTok boys. Okay, so CM Punk, the elite. I mean, look, there's there's the greatest sign maybe in the history of professional wrestling held in the crowd with the the guy in the middle just holding Br- the elite. Sauce on that pasta. Was, that was no. <laughs> <laughs> it was the sign that said the elite. I swear, and it was chewed his- off. I swear Ennis planted that sign, brown sauce on pasta. Oh, no, that's too flavorsome for Ennis. Ennis would <laughs> yeah, be salt on sauce. pasta. Salt, salt on pasta. <laughs> <laughs> and no, but for the flavor, yeah, you that... add a little bit of the pasta water. You know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, That elite sign, yes, with the, the bite mark out of it. Tremendous. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so for if you've been living under a fucking rock or you just, you know, decide to come back to wrestling oh, or start get, wrestling for How'd you get time? your house underneath the rocks house? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you're Patrick. Be one of those days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So apparently, CM Punk 
the elite uh, that's young bucks and and hangman and pay or young bucks and kenny omega are suspended oh. indefinitely kg why did you play <laughs> that sound effect that's so inappropriate oh yeah uh, i know <laughs> <laughs> But also, Kenny Omega had the biggest baby face like moment ever, where he saved CM Punk's dog from the backstage brawl. And you know, Kenny Kenny Omega uh, Kenny Omega Kenny McIntosh has confirmed that he ha- he knows someone who who has confirmed that Kenny Omega actually did that, saved the dog yeah. from the brawl. So Do you know what, so... Kenny Omega, not a bit, not a huge fan, but he saved the dog in a melee, so he goes up in my estimations. Uh huh. I agree. Me too. Me too. So uh, this whole thing happens. Uh, you know, super kick party <laughs> the door down, and then, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and then <laughs> oh, I thought so. So <laughs> the memes, Su- super the kick memes, party the Ollie. door down came in, hit the pyro. The the notes the, the, went the everywhere. Yeah. yeah, the notes went trigger everywhere. on Larry the dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'll be Larry. He's so cute with his underbite. He's such a cute little dog. <laughs> <laughs> do you think do you think CM Punk had him up for the GTS at some point? And, Who, Larry the dog? And this, no, not Larry. Obviously oh. not Larry. Oh, you okay, know? good. What does Ace Steel? Ace Steel, by the way, can I just say, this guy has like the biggest push in the history of wrestling. Dude! Like, a week ago, no one knew who the fuck he was. And then suddenly, in a week, like everyone's like, Ace Steel, man. Did you see, you hear about that bite? Yeah. Can you believe crazy. it? Ace Steel comes out of nowhere. No one's ever heard of him. I'm, I'm yeah. Ace Steel. I'm CM Punk's trainer. And just ev- like eviscerates the, the former world yeah. champion, Kenny Omega, by biting his leg. <laughs> you Did talk about leg? your Brock Lesnar's. You talk about your Roman Reigns. Ace Steel 316 says, I just bit Kenny Omega. <laughs> I am. I, I wish there were. Oh man, do you think he bit his ankle, or where do you think he bit? Him? Oh yeah, where the fuck did he bite? Yeah. I I wonder if it was in his like repaired shoulder or whatever. Like, like, he's got the kinesio tape. No, don't he just bite bites me through the tape. Don't bite me, my hernia. Don't bite me. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> But he like while he was saving the dog, Ace Steel's like running after him, just fucking <laughs> chomping on, maybe, on his Maybe ankle. he caught rabies from the dog and it just quickly uh, reacted on him. <laughs> he, a, he got rabies from the dog. Yeah. Larry bit him, so he bit Kenny. <laughs> Biting, but how the fuck? Like, why did you bite? Like, is is Mike Tyson your like inspiration in life? I know, <laughs> Something. I know. How the fuck do you get? Like, how bad does a fight get where you like? <laughs> he steals a. He teaches people how to fight, right? And he's also quite built. How, <laughs> so how do like, you say he teaches them to how to bite? <laughs> how, to, how to bite? Yeah. How does it get to the point of I'm in a fight with someone? I'm going to bite them, like. <laughs> I don't Can know. you make a have him like in a sleeper hold or something? I don't know. <laughs> he had him in a in a sleeper and and uh, he was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna fucking bite my way out of this." Like, <laughs> I can't. I I want someone to recreate and reenact the whole thing. Oh right, my serious God. question though: Do you think? Go on. Do you think there's a way back for CM Punk and AEW? Serious, serious question. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel okay. Is there a reasonable, logical, 
way back for him. Probably not. But I do see him coming back because of how much Tony Khan needs someone like CM Punk. You know what I mean? I feel like he'll work around that. Do you think that CM Punk acted the way he did in the press conference because he knew he was injured and again and he was going to be out for a long time? Uh, I, I probably think he knew and I think he was just like... Fuck this. Do you think and he like that's why he acted the way he did? Do you think that's why he hammed it up and was like really, really overtly aggressive about things because he knew, fuck, I'm injured again. I've just won the title and I'm injured again. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I do think there's an element of frustration there. Um, it's man, this guy is there's trouble just seems to follow him everywhere, right? And, KJ, I'm, I'm starting to some, think, well, something I'm starting to th- think that the. the that he's an- emanating the trouble. Yeah, he is the trouble. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Looking back on CM Punk's run so far in AEW, he's not that good in the ring at all. No. No, he's not. I, I, although, I will say, the match he had with MJF was incredible. The the two two matches, was it? Mm-hmm. Two matches that they had? Yeah. Incredible. The dog collar He was really good. Really good you, in that. If you people say, oh, his match with Hangman was great, he fucked up the... Um, What's Hangman's finisher? The buckshot, buckshot Larry. He fucked it up twice. Yeah, really. Badly. But that's that's he blamed that on the ankle, right? He's like, oh, my ankle's fucked, and that's why. Mm, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. I, he's not. I love CM Punk's. I've loved his promos and I've loved his storyline since he came back. But in the ring, I've n- not had that same sort of buzz that I used to have back in the day. Yeah, um, like when he came back. Like, his first, like, appearance, I was like, okay, cool, CM Punk, yeah, surprise, you know, to the end of Dynamite, and now he's here to to save the day and win the title back. But then they rushed the whole Moxley story, and it was just like, oh, Moxley, I hate you. Why the fuck do you hate him? Just because he's, he's the interim champ. You were injured. Like, how does it make any sense, you know? So I do feel like they rushed that story a lot, and I, I feel like CM Punk's starting to hate wrestling again. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he's not, I don't know, you watched that promo when he first came in and he was saying how he was really excited because the roster, you know, they were all young and he could teach them stuff and blah, 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 blah. We get people I hate like, working with kids. Yeah, we get people like Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks and Hangman Adam Page and then the people that are friends with them, they've took a completely different route to wrestling than a lot of people like former WWE guys or even CM Punk himself. They don't, they think they can do it their way. They think their way is better. So, yeah. Now, there's a rumor right. that the Young Bucks have sort of, are they're testing the waters to possibly go to WWE. Yeah. And there's, so there's a full a, story on on ITRWrestling.com. Yeah, so uh, I can't I remember the guy's like, name, wow. but um, it was a guy from uh, Observer, and he was on the Wrestling Observer uh, news board. Yeah. And he said recently that They've tested the waters, not that they are be eminently leaving, but to let the people let their tell their friends to let the people who make the decisions know that in twenty twenty four they'd be open to hearing offers, which doesn't mean yeah. that they're going to leave. But it's a smart business decision, isn't it? If they yeah. if they yeah. if they can if Tony can if he loses the young bucks to WWE, that's that's huge. That's bigger than Cody, I think. <sighs> Uh, I would say that's as big as Cody, but um, I I don't know if 
the Young Bucks would fit in the WWE style. Wouldn't, wouldn't hurt to uh, get them trained up to be able to sell, though. We might have to do a wee couple of weeks on the coconut loop with the NXT boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Why the fuck not? You know, have your <laughs> Grayson Waller. So, uh, and... It's called selling, okay, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> it's called selling. You're Plus, you know for that. a fact, you know for a fact that the Young Bucks they love Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. They love the Hardy Boys. They loved WWE yeah. when they were growing up. They've even like wrestled jobber matches in WWE. You know their fucking dream, and they'll never admit it, is that they want to wrestle at WrestleMania. You know. You know they yeah, do. a hundred percent. Not so much Kenny Omega, do... but the Young Bucks, for sure. Hey, hey, how about this? Cody and the Bucks versus Roman and the Usos. Six man uh, tag team man. Yeah, what? Come on. Nah, nah, I'm just, That'll I don't, be good. I don't, I don't want Cody teaming with the Bucks. Cody's his own thing. Yeah, but you know, his pals are coming from AEW. Hey, we used to be part of that side, remember? Oh yeah, true. The true. Of that Maybe side Triple H right could book book a sort of invasion type angle better than Vince McMahon. Because a hundred percent, yeah. For <laughs> Triple sure. H versus Sting at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the greatest invasion of all time. Although that's one of your favorite WrestleMania moments. Let's be fair. Well, yeah, it's, right. but the yeah. match is the ending is terrible. Sting should have won. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But you know, WCW dead and buried. Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like there's so much, there's so many things that are possible right now. I don't even know which direction wrestling's gonna go. What right, I right. want to see? No, 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 no. Stop. This is the okay. question. Give me so we've got what we're in September. So we've got last of September, October, November, and December, right? Yeah. Throw me something. What's the next thing that's going to happen? Because I reckon we've got like one more big thing that's going to happen. Tell me that thing. What? What's your bold? What's your judgment? What's your bold prediction? Edge joins Judgment Day again. Um. Next big thing to happen. Look. This is such a hard question because, like, who the fuck saw this happening, right? Like, who the fuck expected CM Punk to fucking, like, bury the entire fucking executive panel of AEW? Did you you read that tweet? It's like, Stone Cold came out of retirement this year. Vince McMahon got done. But, like, Vince McMahon got done for being a sex pest. It's like... What this is like the biggest year in wrestling news ever. Great time to check yeah. out itrwrestling.com for all your wrestling news. Oh, good god. Um it, I I don't know. Uh I feel like I feel like um cuz MJF's contract expires 2024, is it? Okay, so that that can't be around. I I feel like okay, this is going to be my prediction. Miro or Andrade, one of the two, request their release before the end of the year. Can I make mine? Yeah, go on. Malachi Black shows up in WWE and joins the Judgment Day. But isn't that kind of not not joins the Judgment Day? But isn't he's he's left right? It's a conditional release, so he's yeah. got like uh, the ninety day clause or yeah. whatever. Fuck. Also, he's right? a Triple H boy, isn't he? So yeah, which is yeah. surely why he requested. So Alice, okay. Oh, and 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 let's throw in the fiend. The fiend debuts before before the end of the year. Is okay. Let me ask. Fiend you this. or Bray Wyatt? I'm not sure. Is AEW fucked? No. Definitely not. Really? Yeah. It's 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 lost a lot of steam, but I think I think um, what's that saying? Not. 
Diamonds are forged. I don't know. Lemon out of lemonade. Diamonds are forever. <laughs> the four horsemen are forever. <laughs> Do you know when, when we Diamonds were in, are gold's best friend. When we were in Cardiff, <laughs> quick side quest. Yeah. When we were in Cardiff, Stempy was uh, sleeping in the living room, but there was like a TV with YouTube on it. And we got back on the Friday night or something. Jen, Jen was upstairs like dreaming about marrying Kevin Dunn. And uh, Stempy was like, do you know what I usually put on at night to fall asleep to? And I'm like, what, Stempy? And he's like, the Four Horsemen theme on repeat. And I was like, right, go on, put it on. So there's this mix on YouTube, which is the Four Horsemen for like 10 hours. And he put it on. <laughs> and we're both lying back on the couches. Do, 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 do. <laughs> it's su- such a banger. Anyway. <laughs> it's such a good theme song. Such a good theme song. Um... So that also that's so strange. Uh, <laughs> very very odd behavior. Um, yeah. <laughs> um uh, look. I I feel like I feel like Alistair Black is coming back. Yeah. I I feel yeah. like AEW hasn't been established for for that long. So I I don't know how I feel about KG. AEW recovering well. It's not fucked. It's getting a, it's still getting a million viewers a week. That that's a success. I think this this week, this coming week, uh-huh. the the ratings going to significantly. I don't think so because you've got Arthur Ashe coming up. You've got the the title tournament. Um, people want to have a world champion. Um, MJF's back. Okay. There's so much stuff that they could they've got going. Plus that Arthur Ashe show is going to be big. They claim to hopefully win the titles. I'd, I think that you're you're. But the viewership, the viewership of the show of the last episode, started at a 1.2 million. They realized there's no mention of CM Punk or any of that. Three hundred thousand people dropped off by the end of the show. That's a that's a big drop. Yeah, but it still got with the 1.2 million, which shows people are still interested. It started with 1.2. I think it averaged at a 1. One or something, right? Well, they so, I don't think they're in trouble at all. I th- I think they're not as popular as they were. They're not as hot as they were. I think, I think, put the title on someone, either Moxley or Danielson, and keep it on them for a while. I think Danielson is the right call to make. Danielson, in my opinion, should. Hold the championship. Well, that's now, because you don't like the, Moxley, though. Mox, I, I think that promo on... I feel like they've done the Moxley thing, right? I, I enjoy it. And yeah, sorry, you were going to talk about the Moxley promo, right? Mm-hmm. And and I've... You know, anyone who listens to this podcast frequently knows I criticize him a lot. I thought he was solid. I thought that was yeah. maybe his best promo yet yeah. in AEW. Um, actually enjoyed it. I actually thought he, he spoke with conviction you know, he mentioning that I was supposed to be on holiday, but, you know, work is work and it called me, so I had to be back. So I like that. I think Moxley was really good. However, I do think that Brian Danielson has not had a championship run yet, and that would be different. It would be fresh. I would like to see that. The thing is, know? I don't think it's the right time for Danielson because you've got to think MJF is going to be challenging whoever the champion becomes, and the match... Well, the feud of MJF and Mox is way more interesting than MJF and Danielson. So, I think, and also, Mox is, he's he's ready. He's ready to, to carry the bat and he's ready to be the guy in the company. I don't, I don't think Danielson's hot right now. He lost to Daniel Garcia, he lost to Jericho. He's in that sort of weird feud thing that's going on with 
uh, the Blackpool Combat Club and Jericho Appreciation Society. So I don't think it's the right time for Danielson. I think he should be. I, I think he should be in the 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 final with Moxley. But I think give the belt to Moxley, have him feud with MJF through through the fall or autumn, and then maybe he loses it at Revolution. You know. Maybe, maybe I could see that happen, and then because Revolution is in two months, right? Or no, sorry, Full Gear is in two months. Yeah. So, so have you know uh, MJ versus Moxley at that show, and uh, basically just go for you know do something after that where you're you're feuding. You know, you got MJF versus versus uh, Brian Danielson, but but. I think at but this KG, point MJF is the hard, hottest commodity in AEW, so you have yeah. to sort of maybe give him the title, right? Mm-hmm. I do think though you've lost Punk, Omega is the other sort of big main event star. Main event pool is quite shallow right now. Like let's yeah. let's run through them. So you've got say Danielson, Moxley, MJF, Moxley, MJF, Danielson, Hangman, but he's not really been this put- no. I wouldn't even no. put him there. Moxley, MJF, Danielson, Jericho? Could you put Jericho up there? I, I feel like Jericho's been working upper mid, but yeah. If kinda. If, I guess if you put Jericho, you have to put Hangman as well, I yeah. guess. But the, so the, the the depth of the main event scene isn't isn't that... It's not that promising. It's a problem that what WWE... What about Sting? Ha- <laughs> <laughs> Whereas it seems like since Triple H took over... There's so many candidates for that sort of main event scene now. They're they're warming up Kevin Owens. The you know you've got Drew. They're building up Canyon Cross. You know you, you there's Braun. Um, Braun's back. There's so much momentum. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It could do a lot. WWE's sort of like bounced it well. And I, this again, you know, I I I really put the, a lot of the blame on Tony Khan here because he should have shut the shit down immediately. You know. Uh, he needs to have that commanding authority and and yeah, he needs to stop being because... everyone's friend and start being a boss. Yeah, yeah, and and he's you know it's fine if you're being a bit of a mark, but it's it's also like differentiate your fandom from your work. You know what I mean? And so he, I, I don't think he does that well, and I feel like that's why they're in the situation. If you're sitting there next to CM Punk as your employee is berating you and and sort of making fun of you for making him wrestle, you know, kids and, and What's the right thing to do in that situation though? There's nothing he could have done. Cuz well, if, if he shuts it down it's a in, big scene in that, that would, No, no, if he shuts it down there'd be a big scene and that would be the news and he doesn't want that. Yes. So yes. what is what is he going to do? Is he just going to he's just got to sit there and let him get it out of the system because well, all no. the all the wrestling media are there. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. What he does, any any move that he does would be like, oh my god, Tony Khan shuts down CM Punk. They've got heat, and that would be the whole narrative. So there's there's For no sure. there's no way to control For that. For sure, but but what what I mean is we're we're looking at it sort of retrospectively, but it should he shouldn't have allowed it to get to that point. Is what I mean. It should be like, all right, you know, I can be friends with you, but hey, there's a level of you know, you listen to me, like the Undertaker, for example. He and and Vince McMahon, I would say, are friends, and you know. But there's also that level of like, okay, Vince is my boss; he tells me what to do. But you know, I can still joke with him. I can still fuck around with him and stuff like that. So, so there is that good balance of like boss and friendship, 
you know? So I, I think if Tony Khan wants that with CM Punk, he needs to build that with CM Punk. However, it's too late because he's like, I love you. Give me a hug. Oh, my God. You're the best ever. Oh, my God. It's like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? You know? So I, I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't trust anyone that drinks a bottle of water like Tony Khan does. <laughs> yeah. Like, what were they teaching so him never at, had, at billionaire have school? Water yeah. <laughs> have you ever drank water in your life? No. And what's up with the fucking facial expressions, man? The way he talks, he's like, I'm not going to fucking stand for this shit. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, dude? What is this? He's so strange. He's, he's an such old man. a he's weirdo. An old he really is. Anyway, yeah. should we move he's, on to hey. some world wrestling? Let's talk about WWE. We don't have a lot yeah. of time left. How long we, we got? We've got about seven minutes left. Okay. So, um, WWE, Braun Strowman made a massive return uh, uh, in the middle of a fatal forward tag team match. And, uh, you know, uh, he comes down, he, he breaks the fucking, you know, matchup and beats up everyone and then runs, does the train thing outside. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking trips. <laughs> and he did. I no, was it was like, Chad oh, Gable's no. fault, though. Chad Gable was like, fuck, I'm not taking this shoulder tackle and jumped up away and then Braun <laughs> fell. <laughs> I don't think, was he supposed to tackle him? I don't think I, so. I think so. I think Gable was like, fuck this. <laughs> oh, fuck. And then he was charging towards Otis. <laughs> Shush. No, please. <laughs> um, But how do you feel about Braun Strowman coming back? Well, I'm. Obviously, he gets the big pop when he comes back. Yeah, good. He seems to be... He's going to have that sort of Wardlow push, shall we say. Um, right. But... Oh, I know what you say that. Uh, but what I will... <laughs> promo Joe. Yeah, Promo Joe. That's when I get my, that's when I get my wrestling opinions. Um, <laughs> I don't think he should have came... So, Triple H, we're going to build up all the titles and all the divisions. I don't think he should come back and decimate the tag division. Like, right. Okay. Now all the tag, all like the street profit, everyone just looks like a, a a joke because one guy came down and decimated everyone. So maybe there could have been a better way for him to come back. Maybe decimate some people in the ring, cutting a promo or something, rather than just decimating the whole division, which was odd, an odd choice. But I thought the SmackDown, yeah. the SmackDown uh, thing was better. Powerbombing notice and stuff. I, I preferred that. Yeah, uh, I, I I like seeing the the whole you know, I I kind of like the squashing jobbers thing, but these but weren't the tag jobbers. team division is not jobbers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so so if you're gonna do that, do that with with you know enhancement talent, uh, as opposed to he could have to... he could have came down and security he could have came down he could have decimated security, then he would have still looked yeah. like a monster, and then you know you're not burying your tag division. Which would have been better. Is it me or has his walking gotten even weirder? I don't know. He's jacked though. He's really put on the really muscle, big, hasn't he? but yeah. I feel like his his hip flexibility is like shot to shit. Yeah, I don't. Cause... I don't think he should do the running thing around the ring anymore. That running thing is terrible. Yeah, it's I never not liked, good. Never liked it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of it either. To be fair, but I'm a uh, fan but... of him doing the power bomb and not the power slam because I think the power slam is such a weak finisher. Yes, I agree. I agree. And he's a tall guy, so you could do the whole, like, Kevin Nash. Oh, my God, he's falling yeah. from eight feet high. It's a great magazine. It's a great podcast. It's a great brand, but it's a terrible wrestling move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Randy Orton's, though. I like Randy Orton's power slam. He's got a good power slam, but, you know. Um, 
I'm gonna ask you, uh, what, where, which division does Braun Strowman lie in? Is it upper mid card, main event? Where do you think? Oh, upper mid card for sure. Upper mid, yeah, and then maybe occasionally wrestle for the championship. Yeah, well, and yeah, and who's who's Roman's next opponent? Hmm. Because you th- right think now, it would be Kevin Owens? I think so, right? Yeah, it would make sense. I mean, I don't think Roman will be wrestling again until the Rumble because he's only doing stadium shows, right? So, whoa, whoa, whoa. what about what about Survivor Series? Yeah, I think Survivor Series will be the Bloodline versus some sort of babyface unit. Yeah. So yeah, yeah no, no title match then. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're doing, we're gonna do Bloodline as in Roman, Solo, the Usos, and Sammy, right? Yeah. Versus, versus a team of. Oh my God! Please. Please, 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 please go back to the old school way of like recruiting people. Let's have Kevin Owens like trying to find well, I th- people. I to... think I think they'll still do brand supremacy, but I think they'll maybe do two Survivor Series matches, and one of them will be the Bloodline match. I hope so because that would be great, and they've got enough people. But if they just do yes. SmackDown versus Raw, is there a draft coming up? I think there's a draft. Yeah, I think so, but I think it's been pushed to next year after oh, really? Mania or something. Or, I just wish I'm not sure. do it after WrestleMania. Don't do it in October and then do Survivor Series in November. It's so dumb. Yeah, yeah, it makes no sense. Um, I feel I feel like they should do. Um, okay, if you're picking like the five to go against the Bloodline, you've got your Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre. Who else? Uh, Big Bobby Lashley. Big Bob. Okay. Uh, and Johnny Gargano or someone. Oh, that would be nice. Because Gargano's wrestling uh, tonight on Raw, isn't he? Yes, he is. I'm looking forward to that. They haven't announced who he's wrestling, though, right? I don't Not think sure. you know. Don't think so. Drew Gulak or Dol- Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> it's Dolph one of those Zaglar. two. Dolph well, what Ziggler. About, what about uh, uh, the Dexter Lumis on Raw? That was so creepy. That was, he was so fucking funny. <laughs> that was so funny, though. I love the shot. Of of Loomis just lying there, and Miz freaking out. It's like it was so good. Yeah. I I love that. I love that thing. KJ, can um, I just say on SmackDown, I am living for Sami Zayn coming out with the Usos. It is yes the best thing in wrestling every week. It's so good. <laughs> it's tremendous. How good is it? It's, he's just the best part of SmackDown. He really, he really is. is. Yeah, he's the best. Right. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't think of anything more enjoyable than Sami Zayn trying to be part of the Usos and Jay Uso yeah. just going like, "Nah, fuck this guy." I love so. his handshake with Jimmy. It just gets more ridiculous every week, and Jay fucking <laughs> hates him, and Solo fucking hates him, and then Solo's like, "You know what? Thanks for taking that hood for me. If I need someone, I'll, I'll go to you." And Sami's like, "Well, that's what Robin's been saying." And then, yeah. and then Jay's like, "No, nah, you know what? We'll all go out. Fuck this guy." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I you know what I love I love the the whole I feel like in the future at some point we're going to see Jay Uso finally accept Sami Zayn yeah. in the bloodline yeah. and then they'll turn on him yeah. like just when you're like oh my god Sami's made it no why would you do that you piece yeah. of shit yeah, you got 30 like, seconds Ollie oh no uh uh fucking why does uh, when carry when carry and cross attack how did the the production crew know yeah. to switch it to black and white how did you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How did it go to black and white immediately? Um, and it's, it kind of reminds me of those Sinkara and Fiend matches. Like oh, yeah. Fucking, oh, God. Uh, ten seconds, Ollie. Um, yeah, so uh, 
uh, Karrion Cross. I, I do like Karrion Cross. You know, I think he's really good. Uh, he's, um, a, he's a bit boring for, to me. I think he needs to prove himself a bit more. Yes, and Scarlet. Time's up, bitches. I never realized how rude this girl is. She calls us bitches every week. She's so rude. Mommy? She's very rude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when's the next pay-per-view, Ollie? I feel like there's oh, like God. ages away. I feel like I've just got through the pay-per-views. Yeah. Well, you don't need to worry. I feel like the next pay-per-view is like... It's Extreme uh, Rules, and it is... October, isn't it? It is October 8th. Oh, okay. So it's it's about a month away. So they've got a lot mm-hmm. of TV to fill. And then it's um, and then it's Crown Jewel on November fifth. Ooh, Survivor Series oh. November twenty sixth. And then I might want to go to Crown Jewel. Can you, if you can get to Saudi, do it. Why not? Um, okay, yeah, because they've started something new where I can apply for a visa online. Ooh, yeah, I do it, man. It'll be it'll, it'll be yeah. weird, but it'll be a fun show. Oh, and I could take I could take G because she's dying to go. Right. So then after that, KJ, Survivor Series, there's uh-huh. no no pay-per-views in December. Oh, oh yeah, because they're doing day one again, day right? Day one in January 1st. And then uh, Royal Rumble, back in the Alamo Dome, KJ. Yeah, back to back to my first my first Royal Rumble where where I was it was it was just this insane spectacle of like sixty thousand people. What it felt like, Ollie. Yeah. I I don't think I've ever seen a crowd that big. Then we've got WrestleMania thirty nine, oh. April one and two. Yeah, and then the next pay per view listed as WrestleMania forty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fuck, that makes me feel old. <laughs> Good God, WrestleMania forty! Holy shit! Shout out to Keith Elliott Greenberg who was on the A and E documentary. It was so cool seeing him talk about wrestlemania one like it's it's just have you have you watched these a and e documentaries ollie i've not watched any of them there's some of them are fantastic it's really really good um the wrestlemania one i think you'll particularly enjoy because there's a lot of talk of like mtv and hulk hogan and roddy piper and stuff like that it's yeah. really good stuff good so um yeah uh speaking of re- really good stuff uh itrwrestling.com forward slash patreon Bonus content like Retro ITR, Pot of Thunder, pay-per-view reviews, a lot more stuff. Check out our Patreon. It helps pay the bills, as as Kenny likes to say it. Um, Wrestling Roast merch is now available. Just go to shop.itrwrestling.com like Rory McNellis. Good man. Good man, Rory. He has just bought a Wrestling Roast t-shirt. And I think Anthony Fitzpatrick bought one too. Ooh. Ooh. Anthony, if you did... Uh, just tag us on Twitter or or on Facebook wherever yeah. you can. Let's Let see when it arrives one. from Senegal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take a picture I'm... wearing it and tag us on Twitter. Tell you what, if you buy a T-shirt, I will read your name on the podcast. So right now, I'm writing the name Rory McNellis. And oh, you're gonna Anthony add him into the the outro every week. That's right. If you oh, buy a T-shirt, wow. I'll read your name out. Wow. So thank you, Rory. And Anthony, if you have, thank you too. So just confirm it with me and, and I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, ITRwrestling.com forward slash YouTube. Tons and tons and tons of interviews like the one all you just mentioned with Rhea Ripley. Uh, follow us at Inside underscore the ropes on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. 
uh, itrwrestling.com forward slash Facebook, and follow us on twitch.tv forward slash Inside the Ropes. And remember, itrwrestling.com is where this and all other ITR podcasts are available, along with Jim Ross, Kobe Kingston, Jen Louise, Paul Heyman, Taz, Ricky Starks, Keith Lee, Finley Martin, Jim Cornette, Kenny McIntosh, Chris Jericho, and Mackenzie Mitchell. Say it with me. A plethora of news. Oh my god, that's a plethora of news. <laughs> <laughs> it's also now available. Uh, go to uh, Inside the Ropes uh, I, uh, com to get your copy of the Inside the Ropes magazine today. After we have finished mourning the death of Vince McMahon, we are now mourning the death of the career of CM Punk. That is our new cover with CM Punk on New style the big as cover. well, KJ. Brand new cover new art. New style yeah. for the two-year anniversary of the magazine. Yeah. Yeah. And you can folly Ollie at Ollie also, and you can smack my ass like a drum. Smack my ass like a drum. At that KJ guy across all major social media platforms and limited tickets available to Rob Van Dam. Just go to itrtix.com to get your tickets today. Ollie. Wow, that's, that was the quickest podcast ever. That's only 44 minutes, KJ. Holy crap. People would be like, are they okay? What's going on? But, you know, we, we got in whatever we wanted to say. So it's, it's, it's a good time, Ollie. It's a good time. It's always a good time with you, babe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, with that being said, Ali, I just want to say I love you, Ali. I love you. Bye. I love you. Bye. <laughs>